Hey, welcome to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, Life in the Meantime. Today we're doing the 10 for 10, and it's my 10th podcast, and so we're going to talk about my top 10 favorite books. <laughs> it's hard to put a put them in a category and hard to put a number on them so they're not in order per se uh, but these are the 10 that over the last few years have made a pretty big impact on my life I was not a great reader never read growing up but I love to read now and so as I've begun to read more and more I've really been able to see how books and reading has impacted my life in a major way. And so I hope that maybe you are someone that, that reads a lot or you're thinking about it. So if you're thinking about it, maybe uh, dive into some of these books and it might be fun for you. So let's get started. The first book up is a book, um, it's about faith and it's called Surprised by Hope. It is by N.T. Wright. And ultimately the premise of this book is rethinking heaven, the resurrection and the mission of the church absolutely love this book. He makes us remember that following Jesus, being a Christian, is not so much us just waiting till we die and then to live in heaven, but when Jesus says, help us, you know, bring your kingdom to earth, that he really means that. And so in this life right now, we have a mission and that's to bring heaven to earth. And so we can live with awe and wonder and we can do whatever we do with purpose. So if you're an artist, a singer, a pastor, a doctor, you have a obligation to begin moving heaven on earth. And so really encouraging and just a fun read. There's definitely some deep things in it, but it's a lot of fun. So I'd encourage you to read that one. It's Surprised by Hope. My second book, this one, this is a thick one. So there's, it's pretty dense. There's a lot going on, but it's called The 12 Rules of Life. And it's by Jordan Peterson. And uh, he's kind of talking about the the truth that there is so much chaos in life, so much hurt and brokenness and pain. And so he goes through, hey, here's 12 rules that if you live by them, they're going to help you navigate through the chaos and bring you back on the other side. So rule number one is stand up straight with your shoulders back. And he's got a really cool uh, lobster uh, analogy in there. And uh, so a lot of cool stuff in there it's made an impact in my life for sure. Book number three is the 21 Laws of Leadership, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. And uh, this was one of my first leadership books that I ever read, actually, and uh, has stuck with me. A lot of stories in here. Obviously, again, another one where you have a list of uh, kind of not rules, but here he has laws. And so there's 21 of them. And a big piece of this, it's John's whole mission, is that leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. And so he's talking about how to navigate your influence, how to make it stronger, how to make it for people and not just make people try to follow you, but instead, hey, I'm, I want to follow people first. That's how I'm going to be the best leader. So 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, I highly recommend. My fourth book, if you're watching this, um, I don't have it because I uh, can't find it. So I'm sad about that, but it's called The Great Divorce. I rarely read fiction. And this is fiction, and uh, it's called The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. So really easy read. I think it's like 130 pages. I loved it. And it's actually 
really, um, it's actually about heaven and hell. But again, a fiction book, but really imaginative and really creative. And again, mostly about making sure that the moments that you live in this life, uh, you don't squander and you don't waste. And it's not out of a, oh man, like if I don't do this, God's going to hate me. It's much more of how are we interacting with the people around us. So The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis, highly recommend. Number five, as we get to the middle of the road here, is Irresistible. This is by Andy Stanley. It's one I read pretty recently. Uh, again, this is a this is about our faith as Christians, as Jesus followers, and the entire premise of this book is why did a guy in Nazareth grow up to be someone that had a massive following to the point of now it's two point billion. 2.1, 2 2.3, 2 I don't know, but billions of people have chose to follow this Jesus guy. And what for? And so he talks about, it's, it's not rules, it's not obligations, but what was the very thing that made the Christian faith and following Jesus, Jesus irresistible in the beginning is still what it is today, but sometimes we, we lose focus on it, and ultimately, it's the resurrection of Jesus himself, so him coming back to life. I loved it. It pumped me up. It kind of reaffirmed my calling, and uh, I highly recommend. Even if you're, you're not a believer, this book would be good for you to read and uh, go through, I think. Number six, this one was a lot of fun for me. My buddy Alec gave it to me as a gift, and uh, it's called Living with a Seal, and it's about this guy, Jesse, who uh, owns a billion-dollar business, and he basically was getting to this point where he felt just stuck in life, and uh, he, he didn't know what else to do, so we hired a Navy SEAL to come live at his house for 30 days, and that Navy SEAL got to do and say whatever he wanted, um, and put Jesse through it, but at the end of it, Jesse comes out a lot stronger. And this one was cool. This is one author that, you know, he's kind of famous. And um, I've messaged him and commented on Instagram, and, and he's replied. And so that's always fun, you know. But uh, again, this one, it's always when you think that you're, oh, I've, I've done enough, you have a lot more in the tank, right? Whether that's working hard at work, working hard in the gym, just in your marriage, as a friend, there's, there's plenty more. You can keep going. So it's all about pushing yourself. Really loved that book. My next book is uh, This Has Made a Huge Impact Just in the Last year. And it is, uh, again, you're not going to have a whole lot of fun reading. Like, you're not going to sit down and be like, oh, I'm devouring it. This this book is so much fun. I'm laughing. It's hilarious. Like, nope, this is a learning book. It's definitely almost a textbook. And it is the book on rental property investing. And uh, it is by Brandon Turner. This book, if you're thinking about rental properties or just investing or, or whatever, uh, this one is for you. I mean, from start to finish, he walks you through. I didn't know much about investing in property until I read this book. And then literally by the time I finished reading this book, my wife and I bought our first rental property. And so to say that this book had a major impact on my life would in fact be an understatement. It is truly in the last year changed some of the ways that I do stuff. And so I would say read that book. Number eight, again, I don't have this book. This was one that I actually read on iBooks and it's called Communicating for a Change. This is another book by Andy Stanley. So he made the list twice, which should prove that he's a great author. But uh, in, that, in this book, Communicating for a Change, he's, he's teaching you how to, well, obviously communicate, but, but speak, whether that's publicly or just in front of a classroom or whatever. And uh, it's a 
lot of fun because it's it's a kind of a fiction book, but he's teaching you throughout it. And for me, the things that have stuck out in this book were things like as a speaker, when you get started, visualize it as if you're going on a road trip, right? And so if you want to take people with you on this road trip, you're going to have to let them get in the car. And so many speakers, he talks about, begin their their speech or their sermon or their lesson without even kind of giving it, letting people get in the car. So the speaker might just get going, here's what I'm talking about, blah, blah, blah. And people are lost before they can even get on the journey with them. And so that was one of the major things even for me was, hey, I want to make sure I'm leading people well. And so he just the whole time makes the metaphor of when you're speaking, it's you're taking people on a trip and you don't want to lose them at the turn. You don't want to lose them at a stop. You want to make all the right moves. So if you want to become a better speaker, communicator, read that book for sure. Number nine, again, another one I don't have, but highly encourage you to read, especially if you're a Christian. Uh, I couldn't find it on my bookshelves, but it's called The Ragamuffin Gospel, and it's by Brendan Manning. He is, uh, he was a pastor and and speaker and uh, was constantly fighting his own demons. There's just all the time he was struggling through, I actually believe, an alcohol addiction, and yet his message of grace for people is incredible. The way he illustrates the gospel is, is so encouraging, so inspiring. So the ragamuffin gospel should be on your list somewhere, especially if you're a believer. Number 10, the last one, number 10, I read this this year as well, and it is The Power of Moments. And it's written by two brothers, uh, Chip Heath and Dan Heath. And just really, first of all, just cool. I mean, that cover will pull you in. But again, he, the whole story is like, you know, we have these moments in our life, like birthdays and marriages and births that, that are exciting and fun. But then throughout the rest of our year, maybe we're just kind of feel like, oh, just a drag, you know, another moment that's not that special or not that powerful. And they're saying, no, no, you can almost make every moment powerful, the smallest things, make it powerful. And, and even for them, one of the really big illustrations is your first day on the job. Businesses and companies should be doing so much better at making that first day at work exciting and a powerful moment. So I really enjoyed this one. Lots of takeaways, lots of things that for me as a pastor and who has a service every Wednesday night and I'm part of a church service on Sunday mornings um, was something where I was like, ooh, how can I begin to implement some of those things to make a moment powerful? So those are my top 10, but as I was looking, like I said, it was so hard. There was 20 books I could have had in this, but for the sake of time, I just wanted to do 10. Maybe I'll do another list of 10 later, but I did want to throw in a bonus book, and that book is Everybody Always by Bob Goff. He has incredible stories. This one I was. I was LOLing on the plane, okay? I was laughing. I was crying. Uh, it was, it really, it it touched my heart and uh, inspired me, encouraged me in my faith. And so I think, again, if you're a Christian, this would be great. But again, if you're not a Christian, this book is also awesome. And it's just talking about, you know, what's it look like to live and love like Jesus? And we don't have to be Jesus's lawyer. We can just be like him. And so I think that is a great reminder. So those are my top 10 plus the bonus. And so if you have listened to any of those or read them, 
but I guess you could have listened to him as well. Uh, let me know and we could talk about it. And if you haven't, then I would encourage you to grab one and give it a read. And uh, those books have made a huge impact. And so if you're not reading, I really want you to start. And you can, you know, here's the crazy thing. You can read 10 pages a day. Okay. That's not that much. That's going to take at max 30 minutes of your time. I'm not a fast reader. And so that's kind of my goal is, Hey, if I can at least get 10 pages in 30 minutes, I feel like that's a victory. So what does that come out to? Well, that's 3,650 pages a year. Your average book, anywhere between two and 300 pages. That means in one year, you are going to read at least 12 to 18 books. The average American does not read one book a year. And I'm telling you, the reason I even wanted to make this podcast is all 10 of those books have impacted and changed my life. I was just talking to Emma the other day, and I was saying literally, literally, reading has has set us on a different path for our future and uh, impacted my today. And so would love for you to start reading. I said that to somebody the other day and they were like, who would have thought, you know, who would have thought that reading, like they were making a joke, but anyway, all right, let me know. And if, uh, you're reading a different book, I would love to hear about that too. I'll close with this. The current book that I'm reading is a monster, 650 pages, and it is called Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. And it goes along the lines that I've talked about before that if you're not in control of your money, it's going to control you. I think as Christians, we need to make sure we're really on top of our finances. I think everyone should be, though. Um, and, and part of that is why, because money is a tool that we use to build. And uh, so we want to build up other people's lives. We want to build our lives, things like that. And uh, this book is all around. I'm on page 380 or something. It's I've learned so much in those first 380 pages. And uh, it's exciting and encouraging and just makes you feel like, oh, money's not that mysterious. I can figure it out and it can have its place. Like I'm going to make sure that it's in its place and that way it's not just taking over my life. So that's the book I'm currently reading. And um, that is that. So this was episode 10. So 10 for 10, 10 top books for your listening ears. And I would love for you to go read these books. All right. Thanks for listening to the Timmy Riggs podcast, Life in the Meantime.